0: Hello! How you doing, Michaela? I'm fine. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. And today we're going to be talking about something worth talking about. And that's, you know, how to, how to exist in a positive way. Okay. All right? So what do you think about that?
1: I think that it's very important as a human being to be in a um, positive way of thinking because otherwise you will have a lot of troubles and even more if you are the kind of person who let them dis- your thoughts to you know to drive your life or your mood or whatever yeah
0: yeah but i mean yeah it, it's okay to be positive but, um, you know, some people just think that that um, there are people out there that are happy 24-7 and, and that that's the time you should meet someone, when you're happy 24-7. But guess what? It's impossible to be happy, tr- truly happy 24-7, right? So I think, you know, you should be happy enough or content with yourself before you engage in a relationship.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's impossible to to pretend that everything is going to be perfect. That never happens. You as a person, you have different moods different times in in which in which you will have ups and downs yeah, and someone could be super happy one day and the other something goes wrong and you're not you know in the right mood because you're worried about something or anxious or whatever so it's important to have that in mind because sometimes you will be okay and sometimes you're not and it's okay it's not the end of the world we are all humans we have a lot of things going on in our lives so we can be not okay one day and it's fine i mean it doesn't mean that some people have depression and something like that that happens too and if it's the case it's important to to talk to someone and have some help about it but if you are well enough because your job is going fine because you have health and you have maybe uh, some money problems, but it doesn't mean it's the end of the world. Exactly. And I mean, you're
0: human, right? So, please folks, I'm not saying be Debbie Downer, but I'm also telling you people, there's no such thing as somebody who's like, oh my god, I'm so happy, like Barbie, you know, the the mockery of Barbie, you know, like, hi Barbie, hi Barbie, hi that's impossible. Yeah, those people just—they're—they're—they're they're, they're just not real, um, and you can be content. And yeah, a lot of us do have financial problems. That's part of life. Some of us are better off, you know. But maybe we're better off in the financial department, but we're not doing that great in the emotional one or health-wise, you know. And so, well happy enough is being able to balance things and i think the first thing to be happy enough is to be confident you're okay whether you're on your own or with someone
1: absolutely confi- i absolutely agree with you i think that's exactly what you have to do i mean that's the best way to to explain it i think yeah because
0: I don't know, I don't know if this has happened to you, but let's say okay, you've been alone for a while and suddenly you meet someone, I don't know, during out a, a, a walk or a party or whatever and you, and you hit it off with that person, but then some some red flags start to show after a month of dating. A lot of people would today would be afraid of of leaving that situation because they'd be afraid to be alone again and what i'm telling people is be confident if you don't feel good in the relationship walk away from it you're not gonna die oh no
1: actually it's better to walk away because if you stay when you are actually saying seeing sorry a lot of red flags and you stay there is when you are really going to have a lot of problems in your relationship because you are not paying attention, or you are undermining the problems that you already have. And it's it's even more uh, damaging to do that, you know? It's better if you have the talk and say, you know what, this is not working because these red flags are not what I need. And and, and have the communication about it and s- see if it's possible to change the way that person is Acting or behaving, but if it's not the case, it's better to say, well, I have a problem, I need to go forward, confront the problem, or you will have a lot more problems in the future. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's exactly
0: it, and, uh, well, you know, I always bring film into the picture because that's one of my hobbies i love watching good films and series and i saw death on the nile the 2022 version yesterday and um one example of a relationship that i saw i can't remember the name of the characters but basically there's a couple uh, they're they're not the protagonists or anything but the girl and the guy they're they're in love but the guy doesn't have a proper job, he lives off his mom, and the girl really loves him, but that sort of situation, for example, I mean, even if you're in love with the person, that that's just not an ideal. Like, if if I were the girl, I'd say, well, I love you, but
1: get a job? Do something you know. about it, yeah, you cannot be with your mom the rest of your life.
0: Yeah, and I'm certainly not going to live with you and your mom, right? Like, th- these are the sorts of, a lot of people fall into these situations, you know? Another couple, the, the main couple in this film, uh, they're really in love, but they, uh, they need money. So the guy gets involved with a friend of, of his girlfriend. I'm not going to give away the plot, but he gets involved and actually marries the friend of his girlfriend for money. Wow. Yeah, for money, all about cash. That's also, I mean, folks, do you think the guy is going to be happy? Maybe a little because he'll have more things,
1: but the sex is probably going to suck, right? Or maybe not. but it will I, I don't think it's going to be a good relationship because it's superficial exactly. it's not like someone who is giving you something valuable it's another thing that it's just money and you know you don't you, you cannot pretend to have a good relationship if you give your desires or i don't know um feelings or you know attraction is something superficial like money or looks, or, you know, there's nothing profounder. You can find that everywhere. But having have a relationship without a connection, it's it never going to work. Money doesn't make, connect you with anyone, you know. You are not want to connect with someone because they have money or because maybe ma- even, it's even possible to have a connection with someone with who you have sex, but it might be not a real connection because it's just desire like oh it's good we all know that in our lives we all had that moment and we thought that we were in love and actually it wasn't love it was just you know sex hey and yeah
0: what michaela's saying is true you know especially when you're younger you know like in your well when you're of age or in your 20s, you know, sex with with an amazing lover can be awesome, and you you're building castles in the in the sky a lot of the time. You don't bother looking beyond that sex, you know. I here's another film I watched. Uh, this is a gay film, but I enjoyed it. Uh, it's called Red, Red, White, and Royal Blue. It just came out on Amazon Prime. And it's about these two really hot guys. Okay, I have to say they, they're a hot item. And they're both hot, and they have amazing sex, and supposedly they're in love with each other. But it is a far-fetched story. I mean, I like the film. I do recommend it. And just eye candy galore if you like watching gay movies. If not, don't watch it. I enjoyed it. But in real life, you know, I mean, One guy is is a prince, and the other guy is the son of the president of the United States. You know, like, oh, it seems so wonderful, but imagine marrying someone from a totally different sort of background than you.
1: Yeah, it's hard. It, it, It could work, but it's hard. But, yeah, but, you know, if you have sex with someone, it's, we all know that we've have kind of connection because we are happy we feel happy we we have that sensation of satisfaction and um, you know happiness and all these things that sex makes but it's only that if you don't really have a connection with someone after having sex I mean you can have the best sex ever But if you go home and you don't hear from this person like in three weeks, what's the point of it? It's just sex. It's not someone who is really attracted because we all know that somehow, even if you have sex with this person, it would be someone, only one person who will be more interested than the other because maybe the other one is gonna, you know, hanging out with other people when you are fixed on a fixation with this person who makes you feel super good because you had an amazing sex but it doesn't go everywhere anywhere you know so and yeah, yeah. exactly and that's
0: where communication comes in that's why you have to see beyond the sex i know it's hard trust yes. me when i saw that film i was like oh my god like if <laughs> these two guys were really hot and also uh, you know, uh, I saw Oppenheimer today. Yes, people, I love watching films, and there's a situation where Oppenheimer has a a lover, and yeah. um, but it's it, it's just that, and the, they do have communication. But and he tells her, he tells his lover, "Look, I'm married now. I have two kids. I can't be with you whenever you want." Like he had to say that. She could have easily said, all right, I'm out of it because now you're with someone else. Instead, she does something terrible and I'll leave it at that. She could, she should have just walked away and, and and that's it, you know, because he moved on with somebody else. So the communication, I mean, even if it hurts, you have to listen.
1: Yeah. I get it. But it's true. I mean, sex is not going to make you happy or thinking that a person will make you happy. And as you said, communication is very, very important because you can say whatever you feel and tell that person that you want more. If this person doesn't want to have something more with you, it's time to walk away. And believe when someone tells you, I don't want something more. And even more when it's a guy who says it, believe Mm. him, it's Mm -hmm. true. They, when they say, I'm not looking for something, uh, more, you know, it's like, yeah, they don't want it. They just want the sex.
0: Yeah. And that's something, you know, I, when I read in articles For example, oh, they say they're casually dating, like Timothy Chalamet and Kylie Jenner. Kylie Jenner, for the love of God. If that's true, please just don't date Timothy because he's saying we're casually, well, he hasn't even talked about it, hasn't even acknowledged the relationship. And Kylie's, you know, there's rumors uh, going on about that, but this is an example of a relationship that really, nah. uh, Now, for those of you that don't practice sex during relationships because you're conservative, I'm going to recommend a show for you, and that's Indian Matchmaking, Indian Matchmaking because it's based on communication. Yeah. Based on communi- they, they have to get to know each other.
1: This well, people, that's a more important yeah. thing, you know? I mean, it's, okay. It's kind of complicated to understand the, the mechanic of that show because if you are a sexual active person, we won't really get that kind of uh, situation. But I don't think it's a bad idea. You know, even if you will have sex after, I think it's more important to know the other person and know if that person will be with you if you have a problem and how this person will be in a month mm-hmm. or in two weeks or in three weeks or in six months because if you are having sex with a person the second or the third date you and you are already have all these expectations in your head that this person is the love of your life when you don't even know how this person will be in one month or after two months so it's, it's, it's important to talk to, uh, with this person and have more Communication and knowledge about how this person is and how he do things and communicate with this person. Other, otherwise, otherwise, it's super hard because other when you talk with someone, you can see if you have a kind of communication or not.
0: Exactly. So, folks, I mean, I need not say more. Like that show, Indian matchmaking. Okay, it's on Netflix. They they base the, They don't know each other. They're set up. These blind dates first, but then they they have to get to know each other. I don't think they engage in sex uh, at all in in the beginning, and I kind of agree with it to an extent. Um, and as for the re- like those of us who who are sexually active, well, uh, as Makayla said, yeah, take your time. A and B, and this is really important. Don't a second that this person is going to be your fountain of happiness okay oh yeah you know
1: young people listen I'm, I'm getting I'm not old but I'm it's not, not even old. for young people it's for everyone who has these because we all have we all have that experience that we somehow at some point thought that that person is everything that we wanted everything that we needed Prince, the prince, you know, the charms prince, blue prince, the perfect prince, the perfect princess, the love of my life thing. And we have the tendency of, you know, that person didn't talk to me in one day, I need to talk to this person because he's the love of my life and I know it and I can feel it, you know? And we get anxious about that because they don't, ha- they they didn't call us or text us or whatever. And that's not the way it works. So it's important to realize that we need to stop the obsession with a person and that we need to have a lot of other activities, friends, and yeah, things to do, you know? And stop making this person the whole world. Because even when you are married or we're in a relationship, your partner can't be the whole world for you.
0: Right on. And that's why I'm gonna get to this next point, which is your legs. And I'm not talking about your two legs. I'm talking about the legs of it of your table. You have to have your own personality and your own interests. For example, your hobbies, the, the exercise you do, Uh, I don't know, your alone time, developing skills. So, again, you know, being happy enough is also finding joy. Whether you're alone or with someone, finding joy. For example, uh, one of my political relatives loves, you know, uh, doing nails and hair. She's really good at it. She loves that. And then I know somebody else who really loves playing the guitar, somebody else who loves playing the drums, and, and they have partners, but they have those hobbies. And and really, folks, these... I've seen people who are like, as, as Michaela said, you know, checking their phones every five seconds, it's really annoying, especially if you're with a friend and you pull out your phone to check to see if the guy wrote you or the girl wrote you. But it happens, I've seen it more with girls who are obsessed over guys, it's the truth, like uh, where they'll pull out their phone, oh, he didn't text me, he didn't, no, hold on, wait, and the friend feels neglected. Instead of doing that, if you go out with your friend, you put that phone in your bag and you talk to your friend. Yeah, totally no. agree.
1: Because you, kn- we need to stop chasing them. Mm-hmm. They need to know that they are, well, might, they might, let's say it like this, they might be important, but not that important. Like, you don't call, it's fine. I'm with my friends, so I don't care. And if he texts you and you are with your friends, It's not the end of the world if you don't text him immediately. Don't show them how important they are to you. Let them chase you. I mean, it's okay because we already say that in, in another podcast, that it's okay when you try to talk with this person when this person didn't reach you after, I don't know, a date or two, for one day or two and you can text him to say in a friendly way or in a funny way how this person is doing and whatever and be playful with the text and everything but it's important too to mirroring the person time to time because it's true though that if we are mirroring this person all the time no one is going to move So if no one moves, we're never going to know what's going to happen or if something can happen. But you don't have to chase them. One thing is to text him to know what is going on with his life in a friendly way, in a funny way, in a flirty way, and see what he's responding. And if he's not responding, you know that you are losing your time. But at least you made the first move. But if you are showing him constantly that you are there, you oh. don't have any kind of value because that person knows that you th- they don't have to do anything to have your attention. And if they don't see that they have to do or make any effort, you are going to lose value in their eyes. Yeah,
0: because you're easy to, to have you're you're available all the time so and also consider. i mean i'm gonna say this because i'm old school okay but really if you go out with your friends like let's say you haven't seen them in a while and sure you've met a guy too whatever um yeah it's really rude to be pulling out your phone and and looking all desperate when when your friends have their own lives and want to share, or the friend does it to you. It's just bad manners, people. It's really annoying, it's bad manners. I do know people that I'm supposedly talking to, and they'll pull out their phones and be like, oh, no, wait, no, no, hold on, oh, he sent this, oh, oh, or, oh, he hasn't sent anything, or, and I'm just like, ugh, this friendship sucks, right? I, I know a couple of girls like that. Um, and I've distanced myself as a friend because I find it really irritating. Um, again, I don't see dudes doing it as much, that they don't, but there are other situations, you know, like maybe some dudes want to have a basketball game or something, and all the one dude is talking about is about this girl he's interested in, all the time, at all moments. It's it's boring for other people after a while. It really is.
1: But I think that it, it's um, not that guy. the, 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 the gay guys doesn't do the same thing. It's like they are more discreet, I guess. Yeah, maybe you're right. Because, Ab- you know, when let's take your example. The guy is playing basketball with his friends and whatever, and then he's like, get anxious to know if this person is texting him. And so he has the excuse, of, oh, I'm sweaty, so I have to go take my towel you know, and oh, I'm here, so let me check my my phone, well, you know? True. So they are more discreet, but they do that too. I mean, let's be honest, they are human too, and they have anxieties the, the same way that we do, but men are no are not as communicative as we are because we yeah. are always talking about what's happening. Oh, you know, friend, this n- this guy is not talking to me. We we like to share our problems and anxieties, and guys, they don't really do that because it's not really manly, I think, for them to do so. Yeah,
0: true, They will
1: look like, oh, I'm pathetic, you know? I'm, yeah. I'm the hero, I'm the man, so I don't chase anyone, you know? So mm-hmm. they are more discreet.
0: It's true, but but some guys, well, at least before WhatsApp, and some guys, like, when they were obsessed with a a girl, and I say obsessed, like describing her physical attributes, or whatever you want to call it, to the other guys, and at first the other guys will be like, oh, cool, oh, yeah, did you bang, or whatever, but if the guy went on too much about it, and they're playing a basketball game, or a soccer game, or something, there comes a point where the other guys, the friends, are gonna be like, man, shut up, man, you're... You're pussy whipped.
1: Exactly. That's why they talk less and are more discreet. Before texting, the only way to reach this person was at home, basically, with your phone. (laughs) You know, (laughs) the one who was in the kitchen and you have to go with all the phone to the bathroom and (laughs) and talk with this person. And try to be the discreet so no one in your house will actually hear what you're saying and you're almost whispering with this person and you know and suddenly you have that hey i need the phone bring this phone back here <laughs> you know so it was different but or you have to go to that uh public phone or something to have the conversation with someone so yeah even. Even girls were more discreet in this because you you yeah. you haven't you you didn't have the choice to just texting someone. It was like if you wanted to text someone, you have to write a letter and post it somewhere, and <laughs> you know. Yeah, it, was, it was, but sometimes I
0: miss it. I don't know about you guys, but sometimes. Well, I'm obviously the younger generations aren't going to get this, but you know our generation, uh, we're were Generation X and um yeah, it was I don't know, there was more mystery and more I think that the, the build up to a relationship felt more exciting. At least for me, you know, I mean it was more frustrating as well. But it's like, does he like me? Doesn't he? Okay. And and in those days we didn't have email. I'm talking about when we were teenagers, right? Yeah. We didn't even have email. So it was no. like, okay, will I see him at school, you know? So that's why you also had to measure your words with your friends, because the friends would be like, oh, you're gonna talk about him again.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, exactly. And then you, you you came home and you were some, I, I just wanna know if someone calls me, he <laughs> called me, you know, <laughs> yeah. did someone call? No, oh man, he didn't call. It was like, yeah, it was frustrating, but at the same time, we were able to control, in a I, I won't say healthy, but even a little bit more healthy way, the anxiety because we didn't have that constant need of communication as we have now. Because we were more free without a phone than we are now with a phone. Now, I remember as a teenager being in my room waiting for a Guy to call me, and I had um I was one of those teenagers who who had a private phone line in my room. I was one of the lucky ones, and because guys, you need to know if you're not, if you're younger than us, <laughs> when someone was talking on the phone, there were that it, it was impossible to have another call <laughs> coming. <laughs> So you had to wait maybe for hours if you had a brother or sister talking with his friend or girlfriend or whatever. They could spend like three hours on the phone and it was impossible to call you because the line just was kind of dead, (laughs) literally, (laughs) because (laughs) that was the way it worked. So I was like having my own line and I was like, you know, taking my phone and like, oh, yeah, it works. Hanging out, (laughs) you know, like
0: (laughs) just to check
1: if my line was working. So yeah, we had anxiety, but we could do nothing about it because you will call his house. Maybe his mom will answer, or daddy, or sister, or whatever who was (laughs) in the house. (laughs) And then you have to talk with the person who answered and ask for the person you wanted to talk. Then you have to wait for time a little time to find they find this person and that person walked to get the phone and it well, was it was different
0: oh yeah it was i mean like i remember my my dad saying oh this guy called this uh david uh david uh he's a but it, well it would be david um called and it wasn't a relative of mine or anything like that you know and i'd be like oh but inside i was jumping
1: yeah you were like i don't care yeah exactly it was like yeah whatever but inside you were like (laughs) oh (laughs) yes he called he called yeah yes yeah because we have to to be cool in front of everyone because we didn't have the privacy like that just like yeah whatever and then you have your answering machine you have to check your answering machine to know if this person just called you and leave a message and and that's the uh, yeah we had answering (laughs)
0: machines so i don't know i i think there was more of a and what did you do to not go bananas you'd practice a hobby you'd go do exercise you go
1: out with your friends you go to a coffee you you, the movies wherever you have we have a lot of activities at that time that help us to deal with that, because we weren't just next to a phone 24 hours a day. Exactly. Now you're at the coffee shop, you have your phone. We didn't have a phone.
0: Yeah, no, and, and, and the other thing, and guys who are younger, look, for example, the whole business of taking pictures of your food, you know, taking pictures of your food and sending them to the person you like, or or just doing the duck face or whatever face you want, but bombarding, love-bombing a yeah. person. Yeah. You know, and then maybe the guy is like, oh, my God, this girl sent me 500 pictures. And then he will be, depending on how he behaves, he might even use them in a bad way or share them with... Like, never send nude pics unless it's to... No, I
1: wouldn't even no. do that.
0: Don't do it. You, can, you get can get
1: hacked <laughs> and your pictures can go everywhere. But yeah. you know what you saying about um, food pictures and stuff like that, it's okay if you send it once a time. Yeah. Because you can actually take a picture of your food and if you have a date with this person and actually you order something that looks a lot a lot of like the the thing you ordered that day with this person, you can actually use that picture to say, Oh, you know what? I'm thinking about it because, look, my food looks like, I don't know, your face or, you know, <laughs> using <laughs> that thing in a funny way. And that makes, m- I, and I miss you, whatever, you yeah. know. And then you put a, I don't know, a smiley face or whatever. And you send that message. It can be funny because you're playful, you are kind of flirty, but at the same time you're not taking yourself seriously. So it can be used in a smart way to try to have a little bit of conversation and communication with this person, you know, just to trigger something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you do that every single time. Like, look, I'm eating <laughs> a <laughs> yeah.
0: sandwich and you took three <laughs> bites and then the mayonnaise is flirting and the pieces of tuna and it just looks nasty. And you said you that said and the next day a fried banana that's all smashed or whatever. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's love-bombing. So, yeah, what Makayla is saying is just do it sporadically, you know? But I've seen people do it every day. And the other one are the the selfies. The selfies, people. You're gonna bore the person if you're constantly, like, guys too, eh? You know, sending pictures of their abs.
1: Yeah, I know, yeah. (laughs) It's like... But I th- I think that the point here is that if you can't stop sending pictures, messages, all the time to that person, your value is going down. Mm-hmm. You have to stop it.
0: Yeah. I, look, I will tell you guys, a few years ago, a much younger guy, uh, a, a, a guy of color, good looking guy, was a gym trainer bombarded me with pictures of himself and his body. And at first I was like, wow, what a nice body, whatever, you know. But one day he sent me, you know, like I was starting to get bored, and he's much younger than I am, and then one day he sent me one where he was completely naked. And that's when I said, you know what, you leave me nothing to the imagination. Yeah. I saw the schlong and everything, you know, and it was a big schlong, okay? <laughs> It was big, <laughs> but, but I was like, oh, okay, N- nice, but it's like, okay. So now there's nothing left to the imagination. Yeah. Like now what? Now I'm, I might get schlong, but am I going to be a big bugger? But that's just an example. Much younger guy than myself, a good 12 years younger, you know, and honestly, at first it was fine, but then it got to a point where I was like, oh, plus I have a kid. But th- for those of us who have kids, you know, also don't let your kids touch your phone because um, there might be pictures in there that you don't want your kid to see. And if they're older kids, they know how to access those pictures. Yeah,
1: I think it's important to have limits and to set values, it's important and make them chase you somehow don't chase them all the time it's fun to chase someone but time to time Mm -hmm. just show them that you're there but if they are not answering just walk away yeah
0: and and uh, and remember the the remember the legs of your table
1: yeah we you need more than one person in your life you need hobbies, you need friends, you need activities, you need whatever, but your life cannot be just a person. Your whole life is not a person. It's a lot of things. It's a lot of things, yeah.
0: All right, well, we're done for today, guys. Thank you, Micaela, and have a great week, y'all.
1: Yeah, you too, and sorry we weren't there for two weeks, but we were on a holiday, So I hope you enjoyed this comeback podcast and we'll see you next week.
0: See you next week.
1: Bye. Bye.